The child of God has been given the promise from God that he will supply all of our needs. Despite his numerous references to his provisions for us, many of us still worry about our day-to-day needs. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim walks us through the scriptures, revealing God's protection and provision for us. Hello and welcome to this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries. And we're talking today about a common situation. We're talking about worry. I don't think any of us are immune to it, but none of us are to be doing it. So we're going to spend a little bit of time thinking about what makes it so easy for us to disregard the scriptures that said to be anxious for nothing, but with everything, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God. She'll keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Why is it so easy for us to dismiss that? Why can't we be more like Daniel, who, when he was thrown into the den of lions, the scripture indicates that Daniel was asleep and that God shut the mouths of lions. Now, I know me well enough to know that even if I was in a den of lions whose mouths were wired shut, I most likely would not be sleeping. Because not only could I be worried about the fact that they would eat me alive if something happened and their mouths became open, but I would also think they could tear me the shreds with their paws. And I would be constantly worried about the lion that is roaming about me, trying to devour me. But Daniel, this wasn't the case. He slept peacefully in the midst of this chaos. I am reminded that we are told that the devil walketh about seeking whom he may devour, and that he walks about like a roaring lion. And I'm wondering if that's not where we're all caught up, and instead of being Daniel, who peacefully rests while the lions are around him, we are fretting about what the devil might do. This happens when we wonder about what will the diagnosis be? How am I going to make this money? What's my child going to do? 
How am I going to survive this meeting at work tomorrow? We are beginning to just place all of our emphasis on the negative thing that we think could possibly happen. We begin to give value to the possibility of a negative outcome. I have to believe that if Daniel was sleeping in the lion's den, he gave no possibility to any probability that he was going to be in harm's way. He was 100% fully convinced that regardless of what was going on around him, he was going to be okay. We as Christians have the word of God and all through it, it talks about the peace that God gives, but God gives peace that we must receive. How is it that Daniel received the peace of God that he could sleep while the lions were around around him and we don't receive the peace of God and we fret pending the outcome? See, you want to say we fret waiting on the outcome. But the truth of the matter is, is we're fretting because it's pending. We're not sure whether it's going to be in our favor or against us. And our faith isn't quite at the place that Daniel's was, where regardless of what the outcome is, we know that we have the favor of God upon us. See, we still in our minds equate getting what we want with the favor of God. That isn't the case in all circumstances. What I want many times in my life, though it seemed noble and good, would have pulled me far from the will of God. And by not giving me what I wanted, I had the favor of God to remain in the center of his will. We often think that only a good outcome shows that God has providential care for us. And that too is incorrect. Sometimes in this world, we go through difficult things, but we never go through them alone. And we never go through them without a purpose to give God glory and for our good. You must believe Romans 8, 28, when it said that all things work together for the good to them that are called according to his purpose. So every single thing that is happening in your life, God is going to use for your good and his glory if you will just let him. So there should be no pending outcomes in our situations. There should be, there should be just patiently waiting to see how God is going to show up. See, if you are wondering, is God going to shut the mouth of the lions? You're not peacefully waiting and you're not sleeping. If you are wondering, is he going to eat me in an hour? Is it going to be two hours when he eats me? Is he going to eat me fast? Is he going to eat me slow? When we continue to place our thoughts and our mind 
upon the negative possibility, we have stolen the positive guarantee. See, we give away our positive guarantee that God is with us, that God is in control, that God is on the throne, that God only wants what's good for us. By worrying about the possibility. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live in the land of possibility. I want to live in the land of the here and now, of the guarantee of the goodness of God. I want to be like Daniel. And I want to be able to rest in the assurance, the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine and that Jesus loves me and that Jesus is providing for me and that Jesus is protecting me and that Jesus has a plan to prosper me and to give me a hope that Jesus is in the fire with me, that Jesus will deliver me from the flood, that Jesus will deliver me from my enemies, that Jesus will never leave me nor forsake me, that Jesus has my best interest at heart, that Jesus will make even my enemies to be a footstool, that Jesus will cover me and his angels won't even allow me to dash my foot against a stone, that Jesus will destroy the enemies in my life and the giants in my life, that Jesus will remove the mountains in my life, that with just the faith of a mustard seed, I can move the things in my life as I submit my life to God given much thought to the parable of the mustard seed in my life. And I, I believe that the smallness of the mustard seed certainly is representative of the greatness and the bigness of God. And so just the least amount of God can move the biggest of anything. But I also believe something else. And that is this, that with me, things are huge. But with God, all things are small. And that's why it just takes a little bit. Because really nothing's big to him. Because he's the measuring stick by which we measure all things by, and he's big. Yet he's small enough to live in our hearts. So how is it that we can have a Daniel-like faith that rests in the den of lions? Well, part of that's going to be our scripture knowledge. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And Philippians 4.19 says, but my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. When we begin to look at just these few verses, we see a pattern that God is bigger than our problem. We see a pattern that God is seated and ready and situated in such a way as to answer our needs. 
and to protect and direct. We are reminded of this when Peter steps out on the water and he sees this being from the boat. It says, come, when he says, come, Lord, if that be you, bid me come, and the Lord bids him come. We are reminded that God is already in the situation. We're reminded when we're told that Jesus speaks and the winds and the waves obey his will. We are reminded of his bigness. We're reminded of his omnipresence. And we know that he owns all things and all things are under his feet. So why is it that we still have a pending attitude and not a sure, certain peace? See, we got the wrong P word in our heads. Instead of it being pending, it needs to be peace. Why don't we have the peace of God in the midst of the storm with just these verses? Because we simply don't believe them. We believe that God can supply our needs, but we wonder if he will. We believe that we can pray, but will he answer the way we want? See, it comes down to the fact that we're not willing to submit ourselves to God and allow him to have free reign in our lives. That's why we have pending situations. Because it requires not a passive surrender to have peace, but a full, active surrender. A conscious decision that says, I surrender all, Lord. I surrender my heart, my life my hopes, my dreams, my being, it's all yours. And I give it to you, Lord, because I believe that you know what's best for me. But more importantly, I know because you said you sent your son to die for me, a wretched sinner who could do nothing right and all my works were as filthy rags and you sent your only begotten son to die on the cross of Calvary who loved me enough to shed his blood to wash away my sinful wicked sins that though they were scarlet, they're now white as snow. You loved me enough to pay a sin debt you didn't owe that I couldn't pay before I was even a thought in anyone else's mind. That's how much you loved me. And if you loved me that much and gave so much for me then, why would I not believe that you are living that I might have the life you created for me? If you could pay my sin debt, which no one or nothing else could do, why would I think you wouldn't provide for me? Why would I think you wouldn't be there? Why do we not keep on the forefront of our minds Isaiah 43, 2 that says, when thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. And when thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. You don't even smell like smoke in the midst of the fieriest furnace. Why don't we have the faith that Daniel had? It's simple. We've not surrendered 
we're still living by logic. We're still thinking we can think our way through. So we don't give him our thoughts. We keep them under our control. And then they go out of control. And then we're in a mess. But he said, come follow me. He meant your mind, your feet, your heart, your brain, your body, your desires, your values, your deeds, your behaviors. They are to follow him. They are to be submitted to him. And when we do that, and we are willing to believe that every obstacle in our life has been allowed to be placed there by a conscious decision by a loving God, that every situation we find ourselves in has been predetermined by him, He knows the way out. He knows the benefit. He knows why you're in it. He knows how he will be glorified and how you will be strengthened. When we believe that all things work to our good, we will embrace even the struggles, for we know it's the struggles that will place us in the center of God's will. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Today it is my prayer that you lie peacefully in whatever den of lions you may find yourself in, fully submitted that he is God. Remember, Jesus loves you. Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. Greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved.
Happy girl.